I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. This week we look back to October 2011 and revisit an interview with Ricardo Chailly talking about his approach to performing the Odyssey of the Beethoven Symphony Cycle at the Barbican. I regard the complete cycle more as an entity in 36 movements. The Gewandhaus Orchestra Leipzig can proudly claim the title as the world's oldest symphony orchestra and boasts a prestigious roll call of conductors, including from 2005 to 2016, Ricardo Chailly. He's one of our golden international cards to, to go around the world to play music is the sound of the Gewandhaus Orchestra. Mm recognisable after two bars. Writer and broadcaster Edward Sickerson talked to the conductor about the journey behind bringing all of Beethoven's symphonies to London. Ricardo, you are the 19th principal conductor or conductor, Kapellmeister, that is the, is the word they use in Germany, of the legendary Leipzig Gewandhaus Orchestra. Legendary because it's the oldest, 230 years old. Legendary because of its history, its connections with J.S. Bach, with Mendelssohn. Indeed, Beethoven as well, because it was the first orchestra in musical history to perform all nine symphonies in the composer's lifetime. This is an incredible legacy. What does this tradition, this legacy mean to many of the younger players who've come into the orchestra, and indeed to you, who must look to its future now? Well, first of all, it did inspire me to undertake the responsibility of uh, the complete cycle of the symphony gradually. It was uh, a progress which came to me spontaneously by doing every year the Ninth Symphony, which, as you know, is an old tradition of Maestro Artur Nikisch. And since the time of Maestro Nikisch, never interrupted, even during wartime. And this was, let's say, the, the, the carte blanche for me <laughs> to get my own way of doing Beethoven with the Gewandhaus Orchestra and uh, moving into uh, new directions. Mm. And this was for me a very important experience because by doing it for five years, now is the seventh season already, I could find more and more my way moving on, which is, of course, a delicate uh, matter, delicate uh, subject, given the length of the tradition of Beethoven in Leipzig. What I think is important is just to remember that this is the fifth cycle on record. In a way, people can compare Avendroth, Konvichny, mm. two times Mazur from the 70s, from the late 80s, and nowadays. Mm. 
there you get the answer of uh, what you asked me. The young generation, of course, are aware on which kind of old tradition they are coming to participate. But the idea of an interpretation has somehow to move forward. When you arrived, what yes. aspects of the sound and style of the orchestra did you see? Well, I would like to move this in a different direction, perhaps, for certain repertoire. And I'm not just talking about Beethoven, but Mahler and repertoire into the future. Were there aspects of the sound that you wanted to develop or change in any way? Change? Absolutely not. I think it's one of our golden international cards to, to go around the world to play music is the sound of the Gewandhaus Orchestra, mm. recognizable after two bars, <laughs> which has this typical Germanic connotations of darkness of the strings, especially the middle-low register, on which the German woodwind school sound uh, very appropriate with the tendency of the same color, as we say, old gold. And the brass also from the Germanic school belong to the same patina, to the same color. The sound identity is a treasure, and I try to maintain it as much as possible. It's, it's precious, isn't it? Yeah, this, it is. Having orchestras sound different from one another, yeah. because there was a time more recently where many orchestras began to sound the same kind of middle European yeah. sound. That's this true. is This is precious, these characters. But the transparency is a process which I wanted to pursue in all composers, from the classics up to the contemporary music. And this is in seven years has been developing, I think. And uh, I found the orchestra in excellent shape for Maestro Blomstead, I have to say, and prepare also to move in this direction. Mm. So it's a long and slow process, but still always keeping as much as possible the beauty and unicity of the sound. The Gewandhaus Orchestra now has a home in London, its ongoing residency at the Barbican. Um, you are an international associate, they call you. Why is that important to the orchestra, do you think? We can bring to London something which particularly uh, belongs for a long time to the history of the orchestra. The fact that the Barbican two years ago invited us for a triple appearance with triple choral repertoire, uh, Matthew Passion of Bach, Messa Solenne of Rossini, and then the Ninth Symphony of Beethoven. That was, let's say, the spontaneous step number one, which encouraged the Barbican to think forward to something more of a, a complete cycle of, of an identity project. And of course, Beethoven came along, and this is the more hazardous, as I say always, the rise to the Himalaya, <laughs> because you never know if you will make it. <laughs> because the, 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 the strength, the difficulty, the demands of Beethoven are so impossibly extreme that every time you know you and, uh, undertake such a project, you have to be not only in your best conditions, but associated with the best companion, which is the orchestra, you can find for such a, a long ride. Thank you.
Now, I know you regard these symphonies, the nine, as a single entity, as a great odyssey, a great journey, if you like, rather than as individual pieces. True. Am I right? Is, Absolutely is... true. I've never done in my life the complete cycle so together. I've done, as always, for more than 20 years, individual concerts with individual symphonies. This experience brought to me also to discuss about the so-called general opinion that each symphony has its own independency, which, of course, at first sight is like this. At closer sight, you can discover a lot of elements in common between each other, even things which are anticipated too, like introduction, second symphony, yes, anticipating the first moment of the night, yes. the end of the Eroica, uh, Trauer March, anticipating the theme of the fifth symphony opening, uh, from the third horn, you know. I, I have been stressing things like that, mm. uh, easily cl- recognizable in the recording, for instance. Mm. So I regard the complete cycle more as an entity in 36 movements, <laughs> more than, let's say, individually, one by one mm. symphony. Mm. Uh, you have said, and if I may quote you, nothing in Beethoven is incidental and absolutely nothing is harmless. True. This is this great True. provocateur. I mean, it is yes. very dangerous music, isn't it? I would have not have myself the energy, if not the courage, to undertake such a project without a partnership like the Gewandhaus Orchestra. A deep, uh, deeply rooted Beethoven orchestra in the sense of knowing the style, knowing the sound identity and the, the complexity of Beethoven language, being able to match my extreme demands which my extreme demands are not individual uh, search for originality, are only uh, as much as possible wishes for truth and faith to the text, that in this case also the original metronomes. Mm. There is an extraordinary tension in this music between the classical and the romantic. It kind of sits there at the cusp of this change in music. Do you incline more to the classical or to the romantic, Ricardo? Character-wise, being uh, naturally attracted to the late romantic world, I have to focus much more and attentively to the neoclassical side of Beethoven. I think the late romantic attitude of interpreters for too long has been uh, proceeding in a way which allowed excesses, extremes. Like the slow movement of the Eroica, for instance. The, for the, instance. the funeral march. For which, instance. For yes. instance. Yes. Uh, at the end, uh, marcia funebre, the word marcia in Italiano, means something which has to have the pulse of walking, you know, and not just stand still. That's it. Already a clear point. <laughs> yes. Secondly, check the metronome of the Marcia Funebre. And Beethoven comes immediately to the point with the answer to that, you know. Mm. Tempo, articulation, accenting, dynamics, the musical syntax yes. of Beethoven's language. How clear and precise was Beethoven in his scores with regard to all these elements? 
in spite of the confusing manuscripts, which I have seen some, like the fifth mm-hmm. or the ninth, uh, which are sometimes scary for the amount of ink on a page where you can barely read through that, the early printing, like in my case, the early uh, Peters Ausgabe, which we use in this complete edition, is to my eyes something extraordinarily clear to the uh, mind and specific wish from Beethoven concerning dynamics and articulation. Mm-hmm. Even some critical editions, which are of course very up-to-date and very interesting, like uh, Jonathan Delmar, to my eyes are sometimes not as clear in comparison with the very early Petersaus Gaber. Mm-hmm. What about those speeds, those metronome markings? Because they've often been misunderstood. They have been controversial. Are they all achievable? And I think of the finale of the Eighth Symphony, for example. They are almost uh, completely achievable with extremes of uh, playability from the orchestra. You need to have an orchestra, as I say, not only incredibly virtuoso, that can cope with the, with the extremes and the demands of Beethoven, but also needs to understand why and the purpose to do it. When I first started, the first symphony, I remember, first rehearsal, the orchestra couldn't believe what was going on as soon as the first allegro of the first movement appeared. Then I started the Andante. They couldn't believe again and again, big eyes, you know. Then I said, Is there, I feel it's the time that I have to stop the rehearsal. I have to tell you now why I'm doing this after two movements. And uh, I explained clearly my wish of faith to the original metronomes. And I said, we have now planned two symphonies every year for three years. Do you mind to consider what I'm telling you and to prepare yourself in this direction? Mm. They prepared themselves and looking forward even stimulating me to see how far daring would I be to be really so faithful to the metronomes, you know. And it came more and more uh, spontaneously on. Still is daily a, a very, very big effort to, to do and you feel sometimes the stress of doing that. Mm-hmm. Ricardo, what adjustments do you need to make with modern instruments in order to achieve a viable balance? Because there are these old traditions of doubling everything which can make the sound very heavy and and immobile, if you like. The problem is that as soon as you do double the winds, it changes the connotations of the language of Beethoven of the time. And uh, I'm not in agreement with that at all. So I have learned in my early years, in the 80s, actually, from uh, the time I was guest in Cleveland regularly, to study the score of George Zell, uh, of the Beethoven Symphony. And there was a miracle of perfection done in an incredible, meticulous and readable way, only by pencil color, never never red or blue, just normal pencil. They worked on balancing dynamics. 
And there I documented myself on my scores, trace of what Zell did. Mm. That was for me very important to discover. And later I realized how precious it was because it works immediately. And you can see that Zell was the direct consequence of the school of Klemper and, and Gustav Mahler. Um, every piece, as you've said, in this cycle represents another stage of the revolution, if you like. Um, um, the Second Symphony, for me, has always exploded the classical models, Incredible. the outer movements Incredible. particularly, and it's sh- quite shocking. You know what I feel every time conducting Sof and this piece? That the Allegro, first movement, is all a kind of Beethoven meditation on the Commendatore scene of Don Giovanni. Huh? More, because I tell you why, because I, it came for me completely irrational. There is no official notice, there is no official trace that this can be true. But on the orchestra playing, especially the spot in minor, I sang on it some uh, melody of the Commendatore scene. <laughs> they started laughing. They couldn't believe their eyes how what I was thinking of Don Giovanni's scene of the Commendatore, it matched perfectly this first Allegro. So I think the shadow of Mozart and uh, obviously Haydn is very present, but all in Beethovenian uh, development uh, and pointing forward. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hugely misunderstood number four, which um, you and I both love, I know. And the slow movement of the fourth, which, again, at the swifter tempo, you you really get that cantabile feel to it, which, uh, again, disappears if you, if you take, you risk take it too to be, slowly. To, you're right. You risk to be chopped into, into a sort of a metronomical, in that sense, uh, 
which is against the word metronome, because the <laughs> metronome pulse of Beethoven gives you clearly a sign, maestro, be courageous, and beat it in broad three, instead of chopped six. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then when you take it this way, you get what you say. The, the horizontal line of this endless melody, no? melody without an end in this movement, but you have to have the courage to, to take that, literally. People don't realize that how you beat something very. changes the complexion of it. That's completely. very important. It took, every time I did I did it already, as you know, several times uh, years ago, every time I start the first rehearsal of the fourth, the start of the second movement is an issue. Because I also conduct in a certain way, I tell you, you will see it when you come to the concert. I, I, I beat two quarter beats, not three, is in three quarter the music, but two quarter beats, and on the second I give a subdivision of an eight. That, that, that is all a, a technical purpose, because in there you have the general broad feeling plus the subdivision of the yum, totim, 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 you see? And so there is a, a technical language yes. in which you have to explain and then give confidence to the audience. Yes. doesn't seem to be anyone Beethoven didn't influence. The list is endless. As if to emphasize that fact, you've commissioned some new pieces to sit alongside the Beethoven symphonies in this series. That's an, a nice idea because it reminds us of just how, even today, yeah. this music is paramount. And the, the power of Beethoven language still to illuminate new composers of, of today with new music in two different directions. The idea was to have five different pieces, different languages from five different countries, and we got it. I'm very proud of that because they are very interesting and uh, you cannot see a, a brighter, a bigger variety of, uh, of different styles. As part of the residency, there's also an outreach program involving the orchestra with the community in London, yeah. uh, around the Barbican, the Guildhall campus. It's so important, isn't it, to engage the audience of tomorrow, because otherwise we're going to be playing to, to nobody. Very important. And I think as all the medias still are a very important way to contact the new generations, but of course if you can contact the new generation, new association to come to live performances is even stronger. The impact of a Beethoven cycle uh, life, I think, can have incredible powers to the to the younger generation, the extreme younger generation, with no doubts. Mm. I mean, it, it still shock us. You know, people used to perform this music. We are all kind of burned from the powers of this genius. So obviously, it should have the the charisma and the the attraction to the new generation. Mm. Still. Um, yeah. When you return to the Barbican in the future, what can we expect to hear? I believe perhaps Brahms is on the agenda somewhere. We are, you're right. We are very proud and uh, pleased that Barbican will allow us to bring another of the so-called fears, Heilige Bees, the four sacred bees of the tradition of the orchestra. Mm -hmm. 
One is Beethoven, the next will be Brahms, with the four concertos and the four symphonies. Mm -hmm. So it's a major project. We are very happy about that. As you know, the other two Bs are Bach and Bruckner. I always hear a premonition of Bruckner in the, the beginning of the coda of the first movement of the Ninth Symphony, Beethoven. Oh, yes. Right, right. In the, when it's... Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Okay. You can see that. Yeah. Everything is connected. It's like he's appearing the... there. Yes. Yeah, like, like incredible. Yeah. Yes, absolutely right. You've been listening to Ricardo Shai talking to Edward Sickerson back in 2014. Thanks for listening to this archive edition of Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast here to inspire more people to discover and love the arts with weekly episodes of archive finds and theme series. Subscribe to Nothing Concrete on Acast, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a review to help us get the word out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.